You're listening to Collective Practice, a podcast for mental health entrepreneurs who dare to dream, create, and grow your business. I'm Lauren Spaulding, marriage and family therapist and business consultant. I'm on a mission to create abundant success for those in the helping profession who strive to tear down barriers around mental wellness and create healing opportunities for all. Thank you so much for joining me in today's episode. Let's jump right in. Welcome back to Collective Practice. I'm Lauren Spaulding, and if you're new here, this is a podcast for mental health entrepreneurs where we talk business, clinical skills, and mental health. And welcome to today's episode where I wanted to just take a moment and reflect on my 2021 for my practice and just share with you goals that I was able to achieve, things I'm still working on, and what I feel were my wins and growth edges of the year. So, Without further ado, let's jump right into it. I'm going to be looking at my 2021 bullet journal. It had a fun little holographic rainbow on the front of it. I actually had two bullet journals because I cannot fit everything into one with how much I write. But the first bullet journal I ever set up for the year is where I have all of my annual spreads. So things like my annual goals, annual goals for my business, things I want to reference to throughout the year. But for today, I'm going to be looking through my 2021 goals, and I'll pop up a photo here so you can see it better, where each year I set goals and intentions for the year, things that I really want to try to focus on. And I tend to break up my 2021 goals into four categories, personal, career, finance, and health. All right, so let's dive in how my 2021 ended up. For my personal goals, I set up eight for the year, creating a wardrobe, reading more, deepening intimacy and expression of love, Christmas and Halloween decorations, home renovations, Philip getting a new job, that's my partner, confidence and anxiety, and better time in tech boundaries. So with creating a wardrobe, this goes into a deeper goal for me. I really want to spend my 30s Um, working on embracing my inner child more, embracing play more, and really letting go of feelings of judgment or anxiety about how I show up and present myself. I've never really been someone who like wanted to be in the norms or compared myself to people who are quote unquote normal because I know that doesn't exist. And so for me, clothing is an aspect of that. I really like to bring confidence and even play into my clothing, trying out different styles, wearing things that bring me joy. And that for me does build confidence. So this year I really wanted to focus on creating a wardrobe again because I was two years postpartum And that first year I was breastfeeding, so buying clothing that didn't necessarily feel functional for that wasn't really on my radar. So once we weaned off and my daughter was not breastfeeding anymore, I noticed I hated a lot of my clothing. I felt no sense of confidence in them, and I really wanted to change that. And I will say I feel like I achieved that for the year, but it is still ongoing. I really want to challenge this idea of dressing your age or having to look a certain way as an adult, as a mother, as a therapist. And I kind of like that our generation, millennials and Gen Z, are doing that. We're not 
hitting a certain age and feeling like we have to look a certain way. We're embracing more and more how we want to look, how we want to feel, and how we want to present ourselves to the world. And so I'm really, really continuing to embrace that within my clothing, and that will continue to be a goal in the new year. The second goal, reading more, that one for me was set because I feel like I have an ongoing struggle with reading. <laughs> I really struggle to read for pleasure, to read for fun, and I would like to invite that into my world more. I did not achieve that in 2021. I really struggled with that, with having a toddler and feeling like I don't really have a lot of alone time, but I will admit that in my alone time, I tend to feel so tired that I lean more towards restful things, uh, whether that's self-care or vices. So restful self-care being like taking a nap, listening to meditation, going on a walk, and then vices being binging out on TV and just being a couch potato. <laughs> So I'm not sure if I'm going to continue that goal into 2022 because I felt more like I just was putting a lot of pressure on myself and each month that I failed to read even a little bit, I was kind of hard on myself. So that might be something that I pause on for now and see if I can naturally bring it into my day-to-day -day without making it a goal or bring it in as a goal in the future. My third personal goal was to deepen intimacy and expression of love. Now, this is a personal goal that is dear and dear to my heart as far as mental health because in the past, I really struggled with intimacy. I was a very guarded person, um, very autonomous and independent. It felt like a weakness to rely on others in any way, and I felt... Uh, hesitant to open up to others for that reason. Now, of course, for me, being in the mental health field and also through therapy, I've been able to bring my walls down more and more and still be myself and still be a person who values independence, but also someone who expresses my value for relationships because I did always value them even when I had walls up. But now I want to practice really expressing that more to the people that I hold dear to my heart. And I do feel like I did a better job of that this year. I also really struggle with expressing love, like physical touch or words of affirmation, things like that. And so I really wanted to make sure I allowed space for that as well. And again, it wasn't that I didn't want to do that or that that's just not me, but it felt more like just a block up for me personally. So my goal was to put that block down a little bit more and allow those parts of me that are levy and soft and cushy to have space to in my life. Then my next goal was to get more Christmas and Halloween decorations. Those are two of three of my favorite holidays. I also do love New Year's Eve, but I don't necessarily decorate for New Year's Eve. So these two, I love to decorate and I wanted to go ham on that, especially now having a child who can enjoy it as much as I do. My partner and I really made that goal this year to put aside some money to invest in decorations and just create a home that felt really fun and exactly what we want for those holidays. And we did a good job with that. I will say I really enjoyed the decorations that we had this year 
And it just brings me so much joy. It's again, embracing my inner child and what my inner child loves. Home renovations, this is an ongoing goal for us as we we are homeowners and we want to make a home that we love and that we love to be in. And we were able to build a fireplace in our living room. I'm so incredibly impressed by my partner who did all of the physical labor of that while I just had the job of keeping our toddler out of the way, but we built one with an electric fireplace and we built around it so that it looked like it was a part of the house. It turned out beautifully and our living room feels so cozy and so us now. It's very much our style of having this statement piece in our living room and we just love it. I'm really glad that we intentionally made a budget for that and saved and saved and saved for that. And then we had enough money in October to build it. So we were able to get it in before the holidays. My spouse getting a new job, that was a huge goal for us because he was in a very toxic space and it was taking a toll on his mental health. And I'm happy to say that that was achieved and he loves his current company. Confidence and anxiety, that was a mental health goal for me which I realized I could have put in the health category, but hey, it's my bullet journal, it's where it fell. I do feel like I worked on that. There are a lot of areas in my life where I feel more confident. However, I do still really, really struggle with anxiety. This has been something I've struggled with since I was a kid, so I know that it wasn't gonna be achieved in a year, but I am continuing to do things to work on that, and that will continue to be a goal in 2022. And then finally, better time and technology boundaries. I do feel like I achieved that this year. I was a lot better at putting my phone or tablet aside during downtime. I did get worse throughout the year. I feel like I was stronger at that the first half of the year, but overall I do feel like I did a better job. And I definitely achieved better time boundaries and really making sure that I'm thoughtful in how I spend my time, that I'm not making myself be overly busy or over committed to things. Now I want to talk about my finance goals. So I had 10 goals for finances this year, finishing paying off our credit cards. That was a huge goal for us that started in 2020 and we had one card left over in 2021 to pay off. We did achieve that. Um, starting to work with a financial advisor, hitting a hundred K this past year, refinancing our house, looking at the YNAB courses, looking at Clever Girl Finance, completing my nest egg savings, which was maternity leave savings, and then a separate nest egg savings, and then continuing to save for my future office and Christian shopping all year round. So finishing off our credit cards, we were able to achieve that and that took budgeting and a little bit of discipline. I did make sure it wasn't an unrealistic discipline expectation where we would constantly fail because let's be real, we're going to dine out or we're going to hang out with friends and spend money and things like that. And so instead budgeting a certain number per month towards the credit card was really helpful in getting that paid off. Starting to work with a financial advisor, I did decide not to do that for our personal finances based on recommendations from loved ones who uh, didn't feel that that was necessarily worth it at this phase of financial goals. But I did start working with a an accountant in a, um, for my private practice, and that has been wonderful and so helpful, and I'm so glad that I invested in those services. 
I did hit 100K for the year. I did not do that consistently, but I did hit some 100K months. And if you don't know, a 100K month is making $8,000 in the month because if you were to make $8,000 per month, you would hit 100K for your business. So while I did not necessarily do that consistently, um, I did do that enough that I did achieve that goal, which I'm incredibly proud of. Refinancing our house, we did decide to delay that until 2022. YNAB courses and Clever Girl Finance courses, I'm realizing I did not make time for those this year. I'm definitely going to make that a goal again in 2022 and try to be more intentional with learning even better financial habits and techniques for building wealth and building savings. Completing my maternity leave savings. This is a goal I set after my first maternity leave where I had nothing saved for that and really stressed out about how I was going to be able to take some time off without causing intense financial strain on our family because at the time, both my partner and I were not making a ton of money. So after we had our child and in 2020, I set the goal to start putting money aside in a nest egg fund specifically for maternity leave. And I set the number based on how much money I make on average per month and how many months I would want to take off if we were to have another child. So that is not complete. I did not have an, as much discipline as I would have liked to put the set amount per month towards it. And there were definitely months where I put less. So that is going to continue to be a goal in 2022, but I'm not too behind on my goal. I did set the budgeting goal to reach that number by the end of this year, 2022. Um, so I do have a little bit to make up and then I'm going to really be more disciplined on that to set to reach that goal this year. And then a nest egg savings separate from that, something that could be for investing or buying a potential future home or anything like that, just future financial goals. So I'm going to be moving that goal over to 2022 as well. And then continuing to save for a future office, I do hope to eventually open an office that is a co-working space for mental health entrepreneurs. So I've put that plan on pause because of COVID and things just fluctuating so much um, with COVID and all, I mean, I don't have to get into that. Um, so that goal is on pause for now and I feel okay with that. And then Christmas shopping all year round, I, I'm more saying I kind of canceled that goal because initially that felt like that maybe would bring more financial relief in December where you're shopping for everything all at once. But then I realized I want to make sure I give people the opportunity to return an item if they don't necessarily want it. And so shopping in November or December does make more sense. So instead, what I did was I saved for gifts all year round and thought about how much I would want to save by December. And I would say for the most part, I did achieve that. Um, I do think we went a little bit over on the budget, but I did feel comfortable with that because I put aside money for profit in my private practice. And I knew that I was happy to use some of my profit to cover that expense. All right, now let's move on to my health goals. I have six goals that I set for 2021, eat healthier, exercise daily, explore my spirituality more, have a better in-depth skincare routine and have a better in-depth hair routine because I have curly hair and it's very high maintenance and scheduling rest. 
and I achieved almost all of these. I'm so proud of that. I did start to eat healthier. What helped for me uh, was to add to our budget to have healthy meals delivered to me for my breakfast and lunch while I'm working. And I've been doing really a really good job at doing that. I think I started it during the second half of the year and it's been a lovely addition to my life and I'm so happy to be eating healthier throughout the week at least. <laughs> exercising daily, I failed at that. I'm so bad at exercising and being active. I did get an aura ring for Christmas so that I could start tracking my activity and I am going to make that a goal for 2022. Spiritual exploration. There's a whole story behind that for me around my spiritual journey, but I but to sum it up, I wanted to learn more about how my ancestors express their faith and spirituality and leaning more into that. I really have a strong repellent against organized religion and American religions uh, or denominations and how they're practiced. So yeah, that's been a huge mental health exploration for me. And I feel like I at least achieved starting that process and I do want to continue that goal in 2022. Skincare routine and hair routine. I did those. One of my COVID hobbies was going down the rabbit hole that is curly hair YouTube and learning so much about curly hair care. And I had took a fun risk and got the shaggy curly bangs that are the trend of 2021 and I'm glad I did. It's been so much fun to have this hairstyle. And then scheduling rest. I did a great job of that this year. I'm really proud of myself. I really let go of any shame around napping during the day if I need to. Um, but not only that, I made some scheduling changes with my private practice. My first change of 2021 was to start my days at 11 a.m. instead of 10 a.m. I used to start at 9 a.m. So this has slowly moved later and later because I'm just not a morning person. And sometimes my insomnia gets the best of me and I wake up feeling like a zombie. And I just hated showing up for my clients not as my best self. And so I made the decision to push my calendar even later and start at 11 a.m. in case I need a nap in the morning to catch up on sleep, or even just to give myself a nice slow start to my day, and I can work on other things before that 11 a.m. client, and that's been amazing. And finally, this is a big one, and I'm so happy that I was able to do this, and I was able to do it by scaling what I do, and I'm so excited. I moved my clinical days to only three days a week. And now I see clinical clients and some consulting clients on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. So now Mondays are a day where I can get a lot of work done outside of that, including recording this podcast and doing marketing stuff and working on my course for my current members and Fridays are also set aside for that as they have been in the past, but now I can also potentially schedule in rest on Fridays. And I'm just really, really excited that I was able to do that in 2021 because that has always been a scheduling goal of mine with our field was I eventually want to be able to have the financial means in my private practice to create the schedule that I want. And I did it. I did it, y'all. <laughs> and I 
did not start the Mondays off from clinical clients in 2021, but I did communicate it to my Monday clients and move them around. And my first Monday off was the first week of January. So I'm really excited for that calendar. It's going to make a lot more room to do other things in my business and to help my business grow. All right, last but not least, career. I had six goals in my career category for 2021, and I did achieve about half of them. And the ones that I did not achieve are at least in process. So I'm really happy about that. There was nothing that I just absolutely did not do. IFS certification and consultation was my first goal. Then EMDR certification and consultation, batch free content, be more active with inclusive therapists. I love that directory and all of the services that they provide. Provide consulting services and create my course. I was able to get certified in IFS and become a certified consultant for IFS. And I am now providing those services and I love it. Uh, so that is a big check and I'm so proud of that. I was able to get EMDR certified, but I did decide to pause on becoming a certified consultant for now because IFS is my main modality. And if I were to consult with EMDR, it would be more for people who are focused on integrating both. So I decided to pause and focus a little bit more on building my IFS consultation before I move into the next one. So I feel good about that goal being half achieved. Batching free content, and by that I mean batching my podcast episodes, batching my social media posts, all of that. I feel like I did better at that this year, but it wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. So that will continue to be a goal for this year. And I do see myself achieving that with having Mondays and Fridays now dedicated to those other tasks in my business. Being more active with inclusive therapists, I feel decent on how I did that, but I still do want to dive into that community more. So that will continue to be a goal in 2022. Providing consulting services. I achieved that. I'm both providing business consultation through my courses and that membership, and I'm providing IFS consultation, both for individuals and group consultation. So I feel so good about that. And then finally creating my course and that is achieved. It is in the process of being created because I release lessons every other week for my members, but it is created and it's awesome and I love it and my members are getting a lot out of it. So I'm so excited to have achieved that goal in 2021 and to finally be providing the consultation that I wanted to. It has always, always been a goal for me to help therapists succeed in their private practice, succeed in their business goals. And I'm so excited that I was able to achieve that in 2021. And my 2022 goal for that will be to have that grow and just have even more members get to benefit from the business courses that I'm creating. So yeah, that's my goals for 2021. I'm really overall happy with what I was able to achieve in the year. And I do feel like tracking it and making sure I set those intentions for the year was incredibly important for uh, being able to actually achieve them. So thank you, bullet journaling. But yeah, I'm really proud of how my year ended up and I'm happy to share my growth with you. So 
as we look into the new year, I am sharing all of this with you because I want you to set goals for the year, both personally and for your business. And I want you to think about how you want to focus your time and energy in 2022. And be sure to share those with me in the comments. I would love, love, love to hear what your goals are for the year. And I hope that you can take 2022 as a time to invest in yourself and your private practice. And I hope to be a part of that journey. I would love to help you in achieving these goals and getting you even further than these 2022 goals. All right, that's everything I've got for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It's free and the easiest way to support this podcast so that it can reach even more people. And share today's episode with a friend, a colleague, or anyone who could benefit from today's information. And set goals with that person, get together, whether it's in person or on Zoom, and talk about your goals that you have for each other in 2022. Having an accountability partner is so, so helpful in helping you stay focused in achieving your goals. Be sure to follow me on my other social medias where I post even more free content for mental health entrepreneurs, and I'll look forward to seeing you in the next one. Bye.